Hey, Karen, I went treasure hunting today. You did? Yeah, I got this sculpture. What do you think about it? How do you like it? It was only $500. Well, can they see it? I think your your hands are too low. Oh, that? You paid how much for it? 500 What? You like it? Are you crazy? Hello, this is Karen. And this is Kevin. And, and this, this is, is Right From, from Us. us. That was an awkward beginning. <laughs> but true story. No, I didn't do it, but No, 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 no. Oh goodness. Italian well let's art, clarify. Artist. Now, is he like crazy or what is going on with this? Apparently Italian artist No, I think the person that paid that much money. Off, auctioned off an invisible sculpture for fifteen thousand euros, which is eighteen thousand three hundred dollars. I think the person that paid $18,000 is crazy for an invisible sculpture. That's crazy. It's kind of like the, the emperor, emperor that, has no yep. clothes story a little bit, you know? Like, here's the sculpture. $18,000 for an invisible sculpture. How do you know you even like it? <laughs> How do you even know what it is? Did, oh, did describe- oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. There it is right there because there's a square. There's a square, go down, there's a square where it indicates where the sculpture is. So clearly there's something there. You just can't see it. And if you walk over there, are you going to like bump it into it? Isn't that crazy? People are have lost their ever-loving minds. Yeah. $18,000 for air. Yeah, that's just pretty crazy. Kind of reminds me of... How you know, uh, how you know you're not going to... like how, how, how do you know how big of a truck you need for this to haul it back to your place? <laughs> How big is it? Do you, you don't know. Do you even need to haul it? Because I, it would just, can it just appear like wherever you want it to go? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't understand people. I just don't get it. Sort, sort of reminds me of like the, all the government spending, the kind of crazy government spending on ridiculous things. You know, and we need to do a better job of giving the American people like some kind of spreadsheet or whatever you call it in accounting where there's a breakdown of all the things that they've been spending money on. I think that some of this wasteful spending would go away if people would really, truly understand what we're spending money on. Yeah. They basically just, they should start from zero every year, basically. What right now, what they do is they just say, okay, you guys got this much in your budget. Next month, you're increased, or next year, you get an extra 2%. So every year, it just keeps going up and up right. and up and up instead of just starting at zero every year and, you know, proving what you need and justifying what you're expending every year instead it's just like piling on and piling on and piling on all these ridiculous things like you know uh studying a a lizard on a treadmill or something in well this is why i always say no to new taxes i always vote no on new taxes regardless of what it is until you can show me a balance sheet that's what i was looking for a while ago a balance sheet until you can show me a balance sheet of where this money is going i'll bet you i'll bet you money 
that you would find it somewhere in some program that's either defunct or not needed or wasteful. That, that's what always happens, though. They'll, you know, they'll they'll say uh, we've got to have this money, or you're we're gonna have to cu- cut your police services or your fire services, right. and then and then it the you know the tax doesn't pass, and then they figure out figure it out anyway. You know, they figure out how to get get by with what they had. So let me give you an example of where some of this money is going from, going to. Uh, Rand Paul, whom I absolutely love. He's so awesome. He's awesome. He's not as scared to say anything out loud <laughs> um, in front of the, in front of Congress. He gave a presentation. We'll link the video down below um, in the show notes. And he breaks down some, just a small example of where some of this money is going for, going to. So for example, $800,000 to Japanese quail uh, to find out why they're sexually promiscuous on cocaine. Oh, no, if they're more... Se- oh, if they're more, more sexually, sexually promiscuous, promiscuous on cocaine. On cocaine. And why is it Japanese quail? Why isn't it American quail? Why cocaine? Why stop there? Why don't any drugs? I mean... And, and, and his point was, do we really need to study... What was the amount? 700000 No, 800000 Eight, 800000 Actually, almost 900000 Yeah. Do, can't we just say, uh, yeah... Pretty much, it's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be, they're going to be more pr- promiscuous on well, cocaine, on drugs. Period. I mean, just any kind of substance is going to make them act out of character. Duh. Uh, Five hundred thousand dollars to find out if a frog mating call is different in the country than in the city. Thirty thousand dollars to to study the uh, the gambling habits of Uganda. Ugandan, Ugandan, Ugandan. I guess. Uh, People in Uganda. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, I don't know. Uh, and then five hundred thousand dollars for a video game app on a phone for school t- for school children to teach alarmism on global change. Um, Seven hundred thousand dollars initially was allotted toward autism, and now that's a great study. We want to find out more about autistic autistic people and how we can help them and all that kind of stuff. However, somehow, some way, seven hundred thousand dollars of that allotted money got diverted to a study to find out did neil armstrong say say the line uh, one one small step for man or one giant leap for mankind it's it's whether he said man or a man i i think it i don't know why they needed to do, to do the study i think he actually said that he said a man well the one, point one, is and it makes it only makes sense if it's one small step for a man well, but the point is they diverted a, a, some, a large chunk of the money that was allotted toward autism toward this stupid study that they, and they played this tape over and over and over again because they just couldn't figure out. And then, you know what the final answer was? They still don't know. They still don't so know. So you know what? They're going to ask for more money so they can continue studying that. That's an example of the absolute wastefulness that our government um, puts our hard-earned money toward. Some more examples. Uh, $500,000 toward a study to find out when you take a selfie of yourself, if you look at that, that picture of yourself later in the day, does it make you smile? That's another study. $500,000. Half a million dollars went to that study. What? What? Uh, $1.3 million went to insect ranching. Will humans eat ants to combat climate change? I don't even know. I'm lost for I'm lost for words. I I just it's just so asinine. I cannot believe it. And then the one thing that he he talked about 
the $1.5 million to study li- lizards on a trail treadmill. Why do they waddle? How do their knee joints look? I don't understand. So they, they, they x-ray lizards on a treadmill to find out how their knee joints work. $1.5 million. So to me, this is like, they're just making stuff up now. Like, are they just trying to justify all these idiot degrees that they've gone to college for and they can't do anything with? Well, the, you know, most most of these grants and things go to colleges and, you know, researchers in these colleges. So I, I guess they got to keep them. They got to keep them going with the money, you know. So Rand Paul is saying this has been going on since the early 70s. So you would think that we would have gotten better and learned you know, about all this stuff, but no, it's just getting worse. In fact, they're asking for more money to go towards stupid studies like this. Why not put that money toward the homeless, um, our vets? Uh, I mean, there's so many more programs that are way more, that need way more attention and money and focus than these stupid studies. So what, I guess, what are they doing? They're voting on the budget, Biden's proposed budget or something. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. yeah. So, and there's just all kinds of just, so, yeah. Rand Paul was just trying to point out that things they there. don't need more money because what they're currently spending money on is just stupid and not productive or useful yeah. in any way, given our current climate. Yeah. Yeah. And he ended up his uh, speech talking about the money that um, the NIH, which is headed by da- Dr. Fauci, the, the money that the NIH give to, gave to China. 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 Gave to China. China, which, um, you know, it's allegedly was used for gain of function on which the virus. I'm not sure why I understand what gain of function is. What does that well, mean? Well, that means... That, that seems that, like that's a current <clears throat> buzzword here. Yeah, it means basically they take a virus and you enhance it in a way that makes it more deadly. Okay. Makes it more transmissible. So they take a virus from a bat or whatever, and then they they do some genetic manipulation manipulation to it and make it more transmissible. Okay, so my question is why? Why? Well, I mean that's going to ultimately be used against us. How? I don't understand why you even should go down that road to begin with, just so that they can figure out how to combat it if someone if it does I, I, get I out. I think that's the argument: is they 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 do it so they can well. I mean, one main reason is so it can be weaponized, but another reason is they they say they're researching it so they can come up with a uh, a vaccine or some kind of antidote for the virus. So they're trying to be proactive, yeah, and come up with that's an- that's what they say. But really, it's it's for wep- weaponization. Well, of, it's to start a pandemic, yeah, basically, which is which is what happened allegedly. Yeah, they're still looking into it, but yeah. it looks it's not looking very promising at this point. Um, I don't know. So anyway, speaking of Dr. Fauci, did you see the emails that came out? I didn't. Well, I just heard about him from you, but I haven't read them. Oh, you know, it's just really, he's got egg on his face with these emails. You know, the emails are saying that he was internally, he was saying, you know, these masks don't work. What do we, you know, you don't, you don't need to wear a mask. If you're, he was telling one of his colleagues, you know, don't wear a mask to the airport. You know, it's, 
it, studies have shown that they don't do anything against the viruses. And, and on the other hand, he was publicly saying, you know, you should wear a mask. You should wear two masks. You should wear three masks. Well, now, you know, children Kevin, should be wearing masks. Now, according to Dr. Fauci, he told that first lie for our own good. It was for our own good. Yeah. He was trying to protect the healthcare workers because he was afraid that there would be a shortage of masks. So he was telling the general public, oh, you know what? Masks are not effective. You don't need to wear them so that it would, there were, people wouldn't go out and like panic yeah. and buy yeah. them up in bulk because people yeah. do that like toilet paper. Yeah. Well, but he's, he flip-flopped all over the place on masks. He, and, you know, he, he continues he was, to flip He was telling colleagues internally don't worry about wearing a mask. And then out in public, he was right. saying, you know, at first he, he was saying to the public, don't wear a mask. Then then internally he was saying, you don't need to wear a mask. But then publicly he was saying, you wear a mask. But just, you know, one one lie after another, just kept catching up with him. And then there's another email where um, a bunch of his colleagues were saying, you know, uh, Susie and John and Sally and Steve all say this virus looks engineered, uh, you know. And then he just basically just dismissed the the en- engineered virus theory. Yeah, and said it said it was just it just evolved naturally. It's just a natural thing that happened, you know, out of bats. Some somebody in China ate a bat, you know, bat soup and caught the virus from the bat. Here's the thing, though, nothing's going to happen to Fauci. Biden's already come out and said he has no intentions of getting rid of him. Yeah. So that basically, basically, they said that there's nothing he could do that would make make them fire him. At, at this point. But in, in a lot of ways, it's good that's happening because it might open a lot of people's eyes to the fact that Fauci is a flip-flopper and he's lying to people and maybe they'll stop listening these, to him. These emails have been in just the, the regular news media mm-hmm. too. So, yeah, I mean, not, probably more than likely nothing's going to happen. Just like Hillary's emails, just like Hunter Biden's emails, you know, just they just get Swept under the carpet, essentially. Mm-hmm. There was one interesting thing, though. In um, apparently, there's eight eight hundred eight hundred pages of emails or something or oh, something I, like that. Well, which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's over quite a long period of time, isn't but, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, one one of the emails was from Mark Zucker Zuckerberg, you know, the Facebook guy. If you don't know that, um, an email from Mark Zuckerberg to Doctor Fauci. You know, saying, we're going to work with you on this. We're going to, you know, do this and this. We're going to have a COVID-19 section on our webpage. And we're going to help educate the people about this virus. And then there's a paragraph at the bottom. He goes, finally. And then the whole paragraph is blanked out. It's redacted. So, so what What do you think that could be? I don't know. Do you think it's something Finally, like, fi- you've done such a great job of scaring the crap out of everybody that yeah. now they're so easily manipulated. Yeah. Or finally. They're putty in our hands. Yeah. Finally, we're going to block every other, you know, anything that contradicts what you say so that people won't get the truth. Yeah. Speaking of Facebook, there's been articles and people are tweeting, kind of gloating that, oh, look, they're not going to let Trump on for two more years. He's been suspended from Facebook for two years. It's like, at this point, does anybody care? I mean, if I were Trump, it'd be like, I have no intentions of going back to Facebook anyway, yeah. so well, you see President, far away. Did you see President Trump's um, blog from the desk of President Trump? They closed that. They he, did? Yeah. he Who who closed it? President Trump, because it wasn't getting enough oh. views. Apparently. Well, 
So I don't know what's going on with to that. To play the devil's advocate for a moment, he's probably butthurt because he's not getting the attention that he was <laughs> expecting to get. But he's a little bit of attention whore. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think so anyway, but I don't know. Well, I yeah, but I mean. <clears throat> we disagree gets, on the he, whole Trump he thing. He gets I the don't... attention. He gets the attention. Whenever he's there, he gets the attention. They, I mean, they've shown that that logins and view page views and and whatever on Facebook have gone down since President Trump. Oh, Trump so had, you're saying that he only helps Facebook's he, he business, helps, basically. Yeah, he helps them. So they're hurting themselves. They're only hurting themselves by not letting. Well, a President lot of people Trump. say Twitter is terribly boring too, since since uh, Trump's been off of it. But whatever. I don't know. Yeah, speaking of Trump, there's this thing that was it was just a conspiracy theory or a, you know speculating that president trump could run for congress and win in 2022 and then be elected as the speaker of the house so wouldn't that be something be be this president trump as a speaker of the house well he keeps alluding to something happening in august who knows what that's going to be? I am not holding. About? I don't know. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. They're reaching. I mean, they're grasping at straws at this point in time. What's done is done. Let's move on. And I just think, again, you and I disagree on the whole Trump thing, but I don't dislike Trump. Okay. Let's get that straight. Let's make it clear. I don't dislike the man. He's did a lot of good for our country. He would have done, continued to do a lot of good for our country if we had a fair election. But I don't think it's a good idea to put him back in office. We need someone that's more diplomatic, like DeSantis, to get in there and make the tough decisions, but be diplomatic about it, not a bully, not, and to be able to effectively communicate. Some I, Trump, you could tell what Trump wanted to say. He just wasn't very effective at actually saying it. He, and everything he said, people took wrong. He could have been a little bit dip, more diplomatic, but you know, just any... Anybody that's not a Democrat in that position is just going to get hammered of course by they the are. press that's no what matter I mean. what. It, it, that's what I mean. We need someone like DeSantis who doesn't care what people say. He's already proven it with all the stuff that he's been doing for Florida. We need someone like that in the White House where he makes the tough decisions and people can rant and rave and throw temper tantrums all they want. It doesn't matter. I'm not budging. And that's what we need to start doing from now on. In fact, I think this is what a lot of people in general need to start start doing to start um, muzzling some of these crazy whacked out people that are making these whacked out decisions. Like that lady that, that went the viral, I don't think I have a link to this, but the lady that, uh, conf that confronted the school board in New York, uh, she kicked, but she's like, excuse me, excuse me. You work for me. I don't work for you. Yeah. And then he was like, well, you're two minutes up. She goes, two minutes according to who? Yeah. She, well, we, that was our school yeah. board policy. Well, I don't care what you guys say. Yeah. These lights that are on, we paid for it. The seats that you're sitting in, we paid yeah. for it. I mean, she was just going on yeah, and on. Yeah, I think a lot of these school boards have sort of just let the school administrators run things and not really paid close attention yes. to what was going on, like with this criti well, critical race theory stuff. Well, I think they're starting to pay more and, attention, and a lot more parents and are starting to stand up. And all this anti-police stuff that they're promoting, and Black Lives Matter stuff. Yes. And I, I think that school boards are going to pay a lot closer attention to what's going on after after all this. Well, as they should. Yeah. And that's that's just another example of how I think we need to get everybody involved, and, and just pay attention to what's happening in your local you know, in your local area and, and, and go to your elections and get good people in there, get these wackos out of office because that's how, 
this is how we end up being in the shape that we're in now is these these people, they remain in office because no one's paying attention. <clears throat> no one goes into these elections and votes them out. And they continue, they just keep continuing stuff because no one is paying attention. Yeah, these local elections, the local elections are very important. You know, everybody goes and votes for the president, but. Which ultimately the school board isn't really that big council, of a deal. I mean, it's a big deal, but I it's mean, a big deal, but, but it doesn't it, really affect you on a personal level. Right. The thing that the things that affect you are the local races. Right. The so city, the local races are almost more important when you say city council and school board mm-hmm. and things like that for sure. Yeah. Uh, here is an interesting article too. I thought, um, you know, how everybody's, you know, the, the leftists are saying defund the police and get rid of the police and blah, blah, blah. And yet crime's going up like significantly and, uh, nobody can understand why, why is crime, what, what, what's going on? Why is there so much crime going on right now? When you've got police officers, either people are not going into law enforcement because why would they, or established police officers are leaving in droves because they don't want to put up with this crap. It's not worth their life. I don't blame them at all. And yet crime's going up. Isn't that a curious phenomenon? Well, you know, and the leftists are all, they're all about, you know, gun control and taking guns away and blah, blah, blah. There'd be less crimes if we had less guns as if the criminals are going to say, oh, well, in that case, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, outlaw guns and I'm done. I won't, I won't commit any more crimes. What world are you living in? So here's an article. LA County Sheriff will issue more concealed carry permits as homicides skyrocket 95% over 2020. Isn't that crazy? So now he's going to allow more people to conceal carry that's Which it's, it's a fantastic awesome. thing because that's going to dissuade criminals because now criminals are not, not going to know who's what? carrying a gun and who's not. Yeah. So now it's a little bit of Russian roulette, isn't it? So yeah. I guess if you're a criminal out there, yeah. proceed with caution because that guy that you're trying to, trying to rob may turn around and blow you away because he has a gun and he's, and he'd be justifiable to do so. It's a self-defense. So anyway, I just thought that was really interesting because it's just almost like a direct, contradiction to what the left want they want no guns and yet because they're pushing that so hard and crime is going up citizens have no choice but to defend themselves whereas if they would stop this narrative citizens wouldn't feel the need to go out and apply for these concealed carries or even buy a gun which gun sales have skyrocketed since this all this blm antifa riot stuff has started so I just think that's really ironic that they're coming up with a decision that directly well, contradicts you know, Missouri, what the left wants. In Missouri, they did away with the CCW. You don't even have to have a CCW permit. Really? I think I think so. I didn't know that. Should we Google that just to make which, sure I'm not lying? Well, which, by the way, we at some point are going to going to learn how to shoot a gun. We have a gun. Uh, we like to get another gun, actually. Um, but I would like to have some shooting lessons so I know that the proper, correct way to handle a gun. Because guns are not dangerous. People that don't know how to handle guns are dangerous. That's what's dangerous. Yeah, I might be wrong on that CCW thing, but anyway. I don't know. I don't know about that. I thought I heard that they did away with 
needing to have a permit. You can you can conceal carry without a permit is what I, what I heard, but I, I could be wrong about that. And um, another police officer story, um, Cop House is changing policing in St. Cloud. While Minneapolis has been the epicenter of heinous crimes over the last year, another Minnesota city has become quite the opposite. Four years ago, the city of St. Cloud decided to do something different in the way they police their city. A whopping 90% of their residents feel it has been highly successful in improving the conditions of the neighborhood. There has been a massive reduction in thefts, burglaries, and property damage, according to a 2019 study. St. Cloud police have apprehended more drug violators than before because the officers have been able to keep a better eye on the neighborhood. Why the dramatic changes for the better? What makes this little Minnesota city different? They took a page out of Racine, Wisconsin's book. The, the Community Outpost, or COP House, is a safe space for children to gather and have fun under the safety and supervision of local police officers. Racine currently has four of these houses in operation. The cop house officers also help neighborhood kids with their sports teams, partner with community members to equip them for school, teach sewing classes to their moms, and provide in-house clinics for health and dental care. It's not uncommon for the officers to provide pizza, fun, and other opportunities like book club night to bring smiles to the faces of the local community. Now that is a great idea. Instead of demonizing the police officers, let's all work together so that they're more present in the community, i.e. it will uh, discourage any potential criminals out there from doing anything because the police are right there. I think that is a fantastic idea. I don't know why more people are not doing this. Instead of like demonizing them and, 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 and making sure they're not going to be around and just basically opening this virtual door you know, for any criminals. You don't think there's going to be more police shootings if we do that? I know. Isn't that crazy, though? Think about that. Isn't that racist to have more police? Well, apparently they think so. I mean, <laughs> does it matter? Anything you do nowadays is racist. Yeah. I was just thinking, how, how often do you ever even see a police car? Hmm. In, in, not very often. In our town. Not, not very I often. Mean, because, you know, they're they're saying, oh, well, you know, instead of police presence, we need more mental health officials on, on yeah. scene and blah, blah, blah. And on one hand, I kind of get that. I really do. Because people that commit crimes, a lot of times, are mentally disturbed. They have a mental illness. I totally get that. But you have to de-escalate the situation before you can address that mental illness. Just like a, a child that is throwing a temper tantrum in the heat of the moment, that child is not going to listen to you try to speak reason with them. They are out of control. They need to get controlled first, and then you can have that conversation. That's what that is exactly the same situation with the criminal and the police and all that kind of stuff. But instead of demonizing them, let's come up with a way that we can all work together, yeah, and make people feel safe, yeah, and you know, pat these police officers, these hardworking police officers right. on the back, yeah. I mean that I found I think that's a fantastic solution. I, I think more communities t should implement something like that. Yeah, a lot of these places that have defunded their police are now refunding them. You know, putting the money back into it because they they can see what's happening well, to their crime rates. Well, because they realize what, what is what really cracks me up about this whole situation is are people so stupid that they really thought this was not going to happen? How can you possibly think this was not going to happen if you try to get rid of the police? It's human nature. It's a, People do not understand think, how humans work. I think we're like, uh, lacking a lot of common sense. In oh, that's without question. 
without question. But it just, it just, just like some of the comments that AOC makes. I can't even say oh, her name. What was the thing? What was the thing that she said um, about do, to reduce the crime? You should get rid of jails or something like that. Yes. <laughs> AOC's it? answer to reducing violent crime: Stop building jails. I am not making that up. She really said that. She, I think she really is. She is a very like attractive insane. lady, but she is not a very smart lady. She, I don't know. If, well, is it she? could be insanity, but. So Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez urged politicians to stop building more prisons to address violent crime. And instead, people provide more hospital and counseling services to lawbreakers who are mentally ill. Her comments drew immediate condemnation condemnation from the pro-law and order critics. Why would you not be a pro-law person? There's, I mean, again, anti-law. If you're an anti-law person, what do you expect to happen? Okay, just just think about that well, for a second. If we just provide think more, about the big picture. Karen, if we just provide more counseling and um, more support for these people, they they won't go out and commit crimes. Okay, but I they will rob, say they won't rob the well convenience store. She kind of has a point, but you tell me if you if you think that if we want to reduce violent crime, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. AOC said during a Bronx event Thursday, the answer is to make sure that we actually build more hospitals, we pay organizers, we get people mental health care and overall health care, employment, etc., is to support communities, not throw them away. The New York representative slammed jails as garbage bins for people who are actually suffering from mental health issues. When you actually open a door to a jail and look at who is inside, an enormous amount of people are dealing with untreated mental health issues, she said. It's not acceptable for us to use jails as garbage bins for human beings. We need to treat people, and so it is not a place for us to throw people for whom we do not want to invest in the actual holistic issues of their lives. Here's someone else that does not speak well either. If you listen to some, some of the things, you have to read between the lines with some of the things that she says. It's like, huh? But anyway, so she's just saying, and again, I don't disagree with her point. You know, I agree. A lot of people that are in jails have mental illnesses. Do you, would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. No because, question I mean, about that. They, they've, they've done something that no normal human being would ever think to do. So yes, I agree with her. They need more, they need more help with their mental issues and, and, and counselors and so forth. But does she, she seriously thinks, just like people that think that defunding the police will do away with crime, crime will go down if you get rid of our law and if our if you get rid of our police officers. So she thinks if you know if we just stop building jails, then yeah. then people well, there know, won't be any more criminals. Yeah, she she's a nut. She's she's just a nut. She um she was ama- she was the lady that was amazed when she f- saw a garbage disposal. She had never seen a good garbage oh, disposal. Oh, she did not. Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, she had never seen a garbage disposal and she was I am amazed. I am frightened by this thing. Oh my lord. She Google that. She says she's frightened of it. Yeah. Oh gosh. And then she was you also feel sorry for her. She was also amazed stupid. that lettuce grows in dirt. No. You haven't heard this stuff? Now you're just you're just making that up. You should you, you She did I, not say that. I'll put a link to that. Yes, she was amazed that that lettuce grows magically People grows in dirt. That live in her district. What are you thinking? I can't believe you're you voting the, for this woman to represent you. This is just an embarrassment. Seriously, that's embarrassing. 
That is crazy. Also, did you see the thing that went viral on AOC? Speaking of her and her abuela, her grandmother. She she had yeah. posted some pictures of her grandmother's house that got damaged in a hurricane, right? Yeah, Puerto Rico. I think wasn't it Hurricane Maria that hit Puerto Rico. I think it was Hurricane Maria. And it was pretty bad. I mean, the the country infrastructure infrastructure right. was destroyed, and it took it took a long time to get things fixed, and. And she, her, her grandmother, AOC's grandmother's house was had some damage. Pretty, well, severely damaged. I mean, it's and, there's pictures of. And that was in 2017, wasn't it? Uh, 2000, yeah, 2017. And what is this? 2021. So, and she's you know. basically still living in squalor. And you know what she said? You know whose fault it is? One guess. Starts with a T. President Trump. It's Trump's fault that she's living in squalor. Yeah. yeah it's like she's expecting the government to she fix said a, that. A, private residence it's yes. like that's she's really like not well if trump would just did this this and this she wouldn't be living this squalor in the meantime aoc you make a pretty decent salary you drive a tesla i mean you got resources to help your family out but instead of doing that you're looking to the government to take care of her so here's what happened and i love this so the guys at the daily wire matt walsh ben shapiro Michael Knowles, Andrew Clavin, Jeremy Boeing, they all kind of organized this GoFundMe page for AOC's abuela, her grandmother. And they raised $100,000 in less than a day for for people to help out her grandmother and so she can rebuild her house and, and live in a decent house again. And uh, when they reached out to AOC to give her the funds, she declined. So gun, so GoFundMe sent a letter back to Matt Walsh and said, well, the recipient is declining the, the, the money. We're going to refund everybody that gave blah, blah, blah. But the point is she declined the money to help her grandmother. She says she didn't want to accept charity. Okay. Let's think about this for a moment. So you would rather the government give you money to help her build her house. Where do you think that money comes from? Where do you think the government gets the money? The people. So you're getting the money yeah. from the people yeah. either way. Yeah, see these leftists, the leftists want to do away with charities. They they think the government should be the source of charities. Charity. But the people, if you think about it, the people are the charity. Yeah. Because the people give yeah. the government the money to then dish out and yeah. blow yeah. On all these stupid studies. Yeah. So Ch- charities are much more efficient than government. Government yes. just squanders it. Yes. So well, there's all but, kinds of and fines the, the left, and paperwork. I mean, the left and, basically wants charity to be dispersed by the government. And the government, you know, takes care of everything. And everything's yeah. through the government, not so charity. So instead of helping her grandmother, she's gonna leave the house as is, and apparently she's gonna wait on some kind of government program to help bail her out. Yeah, here's this where she was blown away by the first experience with the garbage disposal. It's a it's a YouTube video. I'll put a link to that in there. What was that dated? 2019. Oh my gosh, that was just a few years ago. Oh yeah, and then she's also shocked. She was also shocked to find that food grows in dirt. <laughs> what? Where the hell did she grow up? <laughs> that reminds me of this one lady a few years ago. What she a was weirdo. talking. She was uh, criticizing people for shooting animals or killing animals for food. It's like. She was saying, why don't you just go to the store and get oh my gosh. get your meat? 
I it's like, that. where do you think the meat comes from, you big dummy? <laughs> I mean, it truly astounds me how genuinely stupid people are. Yep. Genuinely astounds me. It's so crazy. Okay, we're getting up there. Um, Let's see. Oh, there's something else I want to touch on, too. Religion. Girl has Bible confiscated by school officials. It's been some 30 years or more since the U.S. Supreme Court established some of the most significant precedents for students in schools, including one that the First Amendment does indeed apply to students in schools. But still, sometimes educators don't understand or ignore, as happened with a recent case in Illinois where officials confiscated a Bible from a second grader simply because she was reading it during recess and would talk about it with friends. The documentation of the situation comes in a report from Francis J. Mannion at the American Center for Law and Justice, whose founder, Jay Seculo, argued some Jay, of those... Jay Seculo. 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 Argued Seculo. some of those precedent-establishing cases at the Supreme Court. A little girl had her Bible confiscated by school officials. How could this still be happening in America? The report wondered, then explaining it's because local school officials still still don't seem to have gotten the message. Oh, they have the message. They're just ignoring it because no one's paying attention. So why not? We recently heard from the parents of Gabrielle, a second grader in Illinois. It seems Gabrielle likes to bring her Bible to school and read it during recess. Sometimes she reads it aloud and sometimes other kids listen in and talk with her about what she's reading, the report said. First of all, how cute is that? That's pretty cool. It's probably like a children's Bible or whatever with the illustrations and stuff. That's so, I just think that's so cool. Constitutional crisis? It shouldn't be, but little Gabrielle had her Bible taken away by a teacher and was told, you just can't be doing that. The school then told the little girl's parents she was not allowed to read the Bible during recess. They objected and the school changed its course slightly, determining she could read it during outside recess, but not during inside recess, the report said. That was after the school confirmed there were no complaints about the Bible reading. So no one complained about it. It's just this teacher took it upon herself. Apparently, it probably offended her personally. It was a simple case of public school officials' hypersensitivity to the specter of a threat from the ACLU or some similar spreader of long-debunked propaganda about separation of church and state. I wonder if she had been reading the Koran, if they would have done the same thing. See, exactly. Yeah. Her parents then called the ACLJ and its lawyer sent a letter with an explanation of what the law allows. We let them know about the now half century old Supreme Court case of Tinker versus Des Moines in independent school district. Um, 393 U.S. 503, 1969. In Tinker, students wore black armbands on their sleeves to exhibit their disapproval of the Vietnam War and were sent home and suspended from school. Ruling in the students' favor, the Supreme Court in Tinker held that students do not shed their constitutional rights to freedom of speech or expression at the schoolhouse gate. The school then reversed itself regarding the Bible reading, the report said. Boom! That's kind of like the. I uh, love it. There was another story where the a, a kid was wearing a Jesus loves me mask, and they oh, made really? they made them take it off, but yet they were allowing uh, Black Lives Matter masks. So, it's and just, that is how we're going to have to he, squash this crap. People are going to have to stand up and yeah. get like either get a lawsuit going or get the law involved or something yeah. instead of just allowing these bullies to continue with these. 
asinine, arbitrary Yeah, anti-Christian. Rules. I mean, anti- definitely anti-Christian. Yeah. Um, and also something else that's highly satisfying, at least for me, California ordered to pay $2 million in church legal fees over coronavirus shutdowns case. A court has ordered the state of California to pay $2 million in legal fees to the churches engaged in lawsuits to stop the officials from shutting down their worship services. Several groups of churches sued California for the lockdowns, shuttering their houses of worship, saying that the lockdowns were a violation of their constitutionally guaranteed religious liberties. Some of these cases have been successfully argued before the U.S. Supreme Court. With that in mind, the courts in California have uh, now ruled that the state must pay up, which, again, is ironic because California is losing people by the droves, which means less taxes, which means less money, and now they have to pay churches $2 million. I love it. You yeah. can't, you can't, you yeah, have when, to stop being when, such a bully. When, when are the lawsuits against Dr. Fauci going to begin is what I want to know. I mean, he basically, that, that man basically destroyed the world yes. in, in a year. You know, yes. you think about it. I know, he absolutely I mean, did. And, and, uh, all, you know, these policies he, he was coming up with, and he was on the new, you know, the, the TV every night. But basically, it, it, it's been proven and shown by his emails that he was just making the stuff up as he was going, you know, and, and contradicting himself. So I'd, I'd like to know when the Dr. Fauci lawsuits are going to begin. I don't know, but he needs, there needs to be some he, kind of criminal investigation in into this whole pandemic situation for sure. And then speaking of churches, Cal- another California church has offered a particularly evil carrot and stick to its congregates. Get vaccinated or you cannot attend in-person church services with the rest of the body. The decision to segregate church attendees according to their medical history, creating a two-tiered system with vaccinated congregates allowed to attend, but unvaccinated needing to do online services or not come at all, comes from First Presbyterian Church of Santa Ana, a PCUSA congregation in the heart of California. But here's where it gets funny. On their website, they fully they explain fully vaccinated attendees cannot attend freely, but they must cannot attend freely, fully vaccinated tenants cannot attend freely, but that they must adhere to the conditions of wearing a mask at all times, even while singing and practicing strict social distancing. Vaccinated vaccinated people? Yes. So not only are they not allowing unvaccinated people into the church, they're saying even if you're vaccinated, you can come in, but you still have to wear a mask and you still have to social distance. So what are you getting vaccinated for? That is the golden question. And I think more and more Americans starting to realize that very thing. Why in the world yeah. am I going to go through don't, this? Don't you think pretty soon? If nothing is going to change. I, I'm hoping that soon people are going to wake up and say, what did we just do for the last I kind of think that's happening. I, I really do. I, I think know. it's small, but I think I think there are more and more people starting to realize, what did we just do? We got the wool pull, pulled over our eyes for the last year and a half. <laughs> Dr. Isn't it Fauci? crazy? And then some of these places that are still insisting that children yeah. wear masks. Yeah. Children. Yeah. There's still a bunch of really bad st- stuff happening in Canada with with uh, people not being able to protest and not being yeah, able to go out in public. I don't know what is going on in Canada, just, but man, oh man. It is, that is not a free country. Mm-mm. 
No. And I really do feel sorry for you Canadians. I mean, you're just, you're just going to have to stand up and do something about it. Yeah. The, otherwise they're just going to continue steamrolling yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, when, when does it stop? It's just, yeah. someone's going to have to blink first. But anyway. Okay. We're getting really up there on time. Oh, we're fine. You got the, oh, you got the questions. We got some yeah. questions coming now. So, gosh, we've had this for how long? What, this This cube? table, it's called Table Topic. We've had it and it comes while. in a little glass cube. And I think you can still buy these. Yeah, we used to, we used to, whenever a company would come over or uh-huh. our kids would come over, we would. We'd, we'd bring out these go, cards. Go these, they would groan just we, as much as well, Kevin, we by the way. Well, we could never think of uh, things to talk about. So we Yeah, would. that's why we did it because it was it's just fun. Yeah. You know, you all sit around and yeah. it's like, well, okay, it's good seeing you. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know. Yeah, the, how, how about the, the weather? Yeah. It sure is hot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd come up with these little – we bought these little table topic um, questions and we bring them out. And they've been a big hit, by the way. I feel like yeah, people really liked them. Yeah. And it would definitely open up some conversations. And it's so interesting to get to know your children as adults because, you know, you just don't really know how they feel. I mean, you've you've brought them up to believe a certain way, but, you know, they're adults now. Who knows that they still believe that? So it's 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 opened up some interesting conversations with our kids. Okay. So let me ask you a few questions here. Would you rather have a job you love that doesn't pay well or a well-paying job you don't like? I know what you're going to say. The first one. Yeah. A job you love that doesn't pay well. Right. Absolutely. Because I kind of feel like that's where I am now. <laughs> you love? You know, I kind of I mean, do. pretty good. It has good, it, great benefits. I mean, and well, you, you like the people. I love the you people I work with. You could probably make more money. I could definitely make more money. And I'm really good at what I do and I love what I do. Of course, we all know that who knows what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm even still going to have this job by the end of the year. It depends on if they mandate max vaccines. I had the best of both worlds. I got a job you that do. I love and but I it, tell you what, pays pretty you good. used to have a job that you didn't really care for, yeah. but it paid you great money. But yeah. you were so stressed out. Yeah, it was hard. I really felt sorry for you back in those days because yeah, it, it was pretty tough. You were losing your hair and you were just, you were just stressed out. So, but I'll never forget when you told me you quit. I mean, I, I almost had a panic attack. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Cause I wasn't working at the time. I was a stay at home mom. And so it's like, oh, wow. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I got this job because you didn't, you know, we no longer had insurance with your right. job. Right. And, Having insurance as an independent, would you say you're an independent contractor or yeah. you're just your well, just a sole proprietor? Self-employed, yeah. Um, it's astronomical. At least it was. I don't know if it would be now. I, I think it's gone down quite a bit yeah. now that the- Obamacare. Yeah. Which- Unfortunately. Well, but I mean, in some ways, it's that's okay. In some ways, Obamacare was okay, but- yeah, definitely a job that doesn't pay that great as opposed to something- Because, I mean, who wants to be stuck doing something you hate well, day with the, in Obamacare- you get um, credits, and basically other people are paying your insurance. Is, is that, and, and that's why it's such a good deal, because mm. you know, well, how ta- are other taxpayers, people paying it? Taxpayers oh. out of taxpayers, you know, taxpayers' funds are paying for people that are on Obamacare. Basically. But you know what? I mean, in retrospect, because at first when Obamacare came around, I was like, no, 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 no. But in retrospect, now looking back on it. Uh-huh. If I had to choose between paying other people's insurance that are in situations like ours, 
I would be okay with that as opposed to paying for watching, you know, getting x-rays of a lizard on a treadmill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather do that. And certain things about Obamacare have been removed. Like the, it's not, it's no longer mandatory. You don't, you don't have to have insurance. Which which in, well, which in some ways it's, well, I wouldn't say better, but it's not as bad because I mean, you get a pretty huge discount. Yeah. That that was the thing. It was amazing that, that the Supreme Court said, oh, yeah, you can make it mandatory. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But then President Trump got rid of that part of it. So so the next question, would you make any changes if you found out there is a heaven and a hell? So this is implying, so the person that wrote this obviously doesn't believe in heaven and hell or the afterlife. Well, so. Well, I wouldn't make any changes. No, because I. Because I believe, I believe there's, heaven, there's a heaven. And well, there will be a hell eventually. Well, hell is the grave. P- people that when you die and you, you know you're not born again, you perish. You know John three sixteen. You will perish in the lake of fire. Yeah, you know it's like it's not like you're going to be burning for eternity. Yeah, it's not like you're going to be stuck in hell for eternity. You right. will hell. You will, hell. You will no longer exist. The translation. The word translation in for hell is is. Hades, which means the grave. You you go to the grave and perish. And never come back. Right. Yeah. Whereas when you die, you're a Christian, Christ comes back and raises you from the dead. Right. Yeah. So So, so basically nothing. I would, so I would not there'd change. So there be no changes, right? Yeah. Because we believe in this and apparently. So yeah. let's look at it from a perspective of someone that doesn't believe, that's not a Christian, that doesn't believe in the afterlife. It would change. You would change for sure, like, don't you think? Like, well, I don't know. What, like how, yeah. do you, how do you mean? Because I mean, a lot of people, um, they if they think that all there is is this life, you know, they're going to They have nothing they, to lose. Yeah, they have nothing to lose. Yeah. They have nothing to, you know, no yeah, care about, you know, being ethical or whatever, yeah. you know. And maybe that's one reason why we have so many bad people because they don't they don't have any kind right. of faith, and that's exactly what they're thinking. What do I have to lose? I might as well make the best of the life that I have. Right. Um. Would you like a quiet life of safety or a life of great adventure and uncertainty? Quiet life of safety. Really? Probably. You wouldn't want a great life of adventure? Uh, now, I wouldn't mind the adventure part. I'd like to leave off the uncertainty. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, that's the thing about it. I, I like but to have things planned out, you yeah. know. But uh, spontaneity is good. Yeah. I'm yeah. a lot better about the whole adventure thing than I used to be. We actually were talking about this earlier today. When we first got married, we would go on a trip and I would absolutely lose my mind. It's like, I'm okay, not- we're leaving town. So I can't ever buy shampoo or toothpaste or anything like that anywhere there's, else because there's not, there's a, Walmart. not a Walmart, any place else outside of yeah. our town. And I used to be get so ups- over just uptight about yeah. that stuff. Our honeymoon was the first time that Karen had actually oh, ever left the state of Missouri, wasn't yeah. it? Let alone the country. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. And, and it was my first time on a plane and my first time in a foreign country. People didn't speak English and I freaking cried. I was so she, scared. She was very scared because it was, you know, was people speaking really Spanish. Weird and different. I yeah. didn't know how to take it, yeah. but but she, I can say that's scared. one thing that this job has taught me is to think on my feet and be flexible. So right. no, that doesn't bother me anymore. Um would you be likely to survive alone in the wilderness? 
What? Would you be likely? Would you be likely to survive alone in the wilderness? Yeah. I, I yeah, de- for sure. definitely see you doing for it. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I would. I guess what would you eat, though? We could eat cicada tacos. <laughs> that was something that came up. We talked about the cicada, uh, the brood of cicadas that are coming out a few weeks ago. What they call cicada X's or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's this guy, I think it's in New York or someplace, that's that's uh, serving cicada tacos. Would you eat a cicada taco? Uh, I think I, I might if I had nothing else to eat. I mean, if you know, surviving but in the wilderness, this, you'd have to do a lot of things you like, wouldn't normally. It's like do. a it's like a health food store, and he he serves like fried grasshoppers and all kinds of things like that. And he's and one of the things he's added to his menu is cicada tacos, which he says. Some people say like tastes they like taste shrimp. Like shrimp, which makes sense. I mean, a shrimp is if you look at a shrimp in the wild, it looks kind of like a big bug. Ugh. You know. So. That's why I don't eat shrimp, but just I can't get past the appearance of it. So no, it's just yeah. so nasty. I, I would probably I would try a cicada taco. But didn't you say that this guy got shut down or something? Yeah, actually, the health department there, whatever town it is, uh, stopped him from from serving cicada tacos because he was wait just, for it. He was just going out and catching the cicadas, you know, from the trees and stuff like that. So, so they they the health department is making him buy his cicadas from an approved supplier. So he has to find a Yeah, so the government once again got involved because, you know, that's what government does. I I might be able to see that, though. I mean, they were concerned about the source of his cicadas. What difference? A bug's a bug, right? I guess what difference does it make where it comes from? Yeah. How how would they... Is there such a thing as a cicada farm? I don't know. And why? Why would there be... But um, what do you think? I think I would. I would survive. I think I would figure out which bugs to eat and things like that in the wild. And I can definitely see you building a structure for your, you know, like a roof over your head. Yeah, find some berries that you could eat. You know, things like that. What do you think for me? You think I'd be able to survive alone in the wilderness? Uh, I think I could, but I think it would be really hard yeah. for me. I would have to. I'd be making a lot of trial and errors and mistakes. I mean, just think and if I you think went down rough. here to the like the nature center and got lost in there, what what would you eat? Well, I could go without food for a while. They, they That's not a big mor- deal. Some of those morel mushrooms in there. But finding well, you got to be careful with mushrooms. Yeah. You pick the wrong mushroom, and yeah, whew, yeah, I'll they, be bad bad yeah. news bears. Yeah. Um. Would you rather live by the beach or in the mountains? Beach. It's fine. It's Hang on going. a sec. Is it's it? going. Yeah, it's is going. It, it just like ca- has to catch up. It's like it's glitching here no, a little I've, bit. I've been watching. See, it just catches up. Okay. Um, you said, what was your answer? answer? Beach. What was your answer? Was it the beach? Really? What do you think I would say? Uh, I don't know. I think you'd say beach. I would be more in the mountains. Would you really? I think I'd rather live in the mountains. Just because the beach is just like yeah. hot and sticky and Yeah, I mean there'd be bears and stuff in the mountains though. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I just think the mountains would be more comfortable, but you're yeah. right, there are bears. And- just how it was, we, we went to the Rocky Mountains in July and the air was like air conditioning. Remember that? Oh, it was amazing. It was pretty awesome. And that was in July. That was in Estes Park, Colorado. Yeah. Beautiful in place. In the Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah. Up there and it was, Definitely want to go back. It was just back. like the air was like oh, air conditioning. Yes. And it was so fresh. And yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful place. We want to go back there again. Um, let's do a couple more questions. Um, would you go to war if you were drafted? Yes. 
Well, I mean, you're drafted. You have no choice. Yeah. So that's kind of a weird way to phrase like a, it. Uh, well, some people, I mean, there's religions that don't allow what? their- Yeah. You could get out of, of the of the draft by isn't religious it, yeah, reasons? I think, I think, isn't it Jehovah's Witness? Really? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that more people should not go to war. Obviously, let's not do the war thing. But I do think that our young people should be required to spend some time in the military. Yeah, I think if you're going to get government funding, if you're going to get your uh, yep. I agree. school paid for, you yep. should provide some sort of Absolutely. military or civic service yeah. for sure. Because, I mean, the whole argument right now, you know, they're wanting others to pay for their school, get yeah. free schooling. Yeah, that sounds okay, great. Okay, then, then what do we get out of it? What, yeah. are, what do the taxpayers yeah. get out of it? Yeah. Well, then you, you know, go serve your country for a little while, and yeah. I'll bet you have a different attitude about our country once you get out. So I think it'd be a win-win for a lot of reasons. Um, Let's do one more. Who would you like to trade places with for one month? If you could trade places... With anybody for one month, who would it be? Gosh, who would I pick? Hmm. Like someone's life that you think is fascinating or. Oh, how about Elon Musk? He, he's really? pretty fascinating. I mean, he's got not only, not only Tesla. I mean, he, he got it. He made his money from PayPal. And then now he's Tesla and he's got SpaceX and, you know, all kinds of things going on, hmm. you know. I think I'd. I think I would like to trade places with uh, our female neurosurgeon. Really, at work, I think it would be kind of fun to see what it looks like on their end of it. Man, could you do that though? Wow. Go, well, I mean, obviously, if I, if I trade places with her, I'm going to assume that I'm also gaining, gaining her knowledge. Go, go and to work <laughs> and have to operate on someone's brain. I don't know. Yeah. I. You know. Yeah, she had to. If you screw up, you know, then you're... She had to operate on a brain tumor the other day. So, really? yeah. I mean, you definitely got their lives. I don't know. I just think it would be interesting just to see what it's like from their perspective. I don't know that I would want to live with the stress of it, though, because, my gosh, I can't imagine. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all the questions I have for today. How was your week? That's it. Oh, do you want to do some more? We can do some more. Uh, that's okay. We're, we're getting up there on time. <laughs> Again, it's table topics cute little glass cube. I'm pretty sure you can still buy these if you just Google table topics. Well, it's tabletopics.com. Um, this is from 2003, believe has, it or not. That has been pretty fun. It ha these are great questions. They also have different categories. There's one for teens, which we have because we were, you know, just... But we have the teen one. We have the teen one, but we couldn't. It, we didn't really get a lot of use out of it because it's all about pop culture, and our kids could care less about that when they were teenagers. They still don't care about it. Yeah. So a lot of the questions they couldn't answer because they never watch movies or pay attention to music yeah. or anything like that. So whatever. We need need one about video games. They would be able to <laughs> probably yeah. Um. So yeah, how was your week? It was great. How was Do your week? anything special? Give give me the cliff notes of what your week's been um, like. It was, you know, pretty busy. Um, still working on the travel trailer. Tell tell us what kind of progress you've made with the trailer this week. Oh, it's it's just going slow. A lot of details. I um, put in an exhaust fan mm. in the back. And you put the the paneling in the back in the put bathroom. The paneling in the back. Yeah, you did that, and uh, did the plumbing on the kitchen. Or yeah. did, did I do that last week? I don't know. It's kind of running together, but just a lot of little details. That Which we told you guys we weren't, we're not putting like 
water tanks in our camper in right. our trailer, right? Because right. we're just going to run like what a hose over to the yeah gray water on the yeah. campground because we're yeah. never going to boondock. We're not boondockers. We're never going to go off grid. We'll always camp at a I campground. I mean, there's there's space underneath the bed if we ever wanted to add it, but. Yeah, true. I, mean, I guess that's even with the camper that we had before, we never used the gray yeah. water. Yeah, and we're not interested. In, I mean, it's not going to be a shower or anything like that in it because again, we have no interest now. Just use the shower at the campground, right? Uh, so, but you spent. You feel like you've um, you spent a lot of time today treasure hunting for your booths to kind of fill those back up again. Yeah, the people are out in droves now that the mask mandate's been lifted. So. Everybody's yeah. out and about, which is nice to yeah, see. Yeah, we ended up in a small town west of here. Sometimes sometimes it's just kind of random where we end up going because we t- took a load of uh, brush over to the recycling place, the yard waste recycling place, and then we just came back, you know, as we would come to a garage sale, we would just, you know, stop and just kind of ended up wherever we ended up. And... Uh, it basically took all afternoon. And when he says we, he means Me and him my, and his uncle, uncle, Leroy. Yeah. 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 So about it took about six hours to get back home. <laughs> I don't have the patience to to accompany him on these yeah. trips. I just I don't see the potential in what like he he'll look at something and see the potential and I just see it as junk. So I just don't. Yeah. And you know people are just basically giving yeah. things to us, so it's. Pretty Definitely nice. a throwaway society. Yeah. A lot of people throwing away it, stuff. I really noticed this one this one um garage sale that we went to, the the clothes that they were selling, they still even smelled new. Are you serious? They, it's like wow. they hadn't even worn them yet. And they were selling wow. for like two or three dollars. Yeah. And they were like fifty dollar shirts. Uh confession, I've done that before too. Biggest reason is because returning it's just such a pain yeah. in the butt. But I've, I've I used to do that. It's because I would buy something in the store. I would mm-hmm. wash it once, and yeah. then it doesn't. And then it fit doesn't right. fit. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what else? Uh, that's about it. Um, it was a short week, but it was felt really long. You went to Arkansas. I did go to Arkansas yesterday with with uh, with my female doctor that I've been covering. I call her Doctor S. I covered Doctor M and Doctor S, and I went to hair. I went to. <laughs> I went to another, I went to an outlying clinic with Dr. S yesterday and it was a lot of fun. Actually, we had a lot of laughs. It's really fun to get away from the clinic. You see a different side of them. They're a little bit more relaxed and chill, um, away from the clinic. So it's been, it was really fun and kind of enjoyed it. Actually, it was, it was a beautiful day. Perfect for traveling. Yeah, for traveling. And yeah it was yeah. awesome. So, That's true. but it was just a long week. You know, I'm covering two doctors, so I'm working some overtime. So. Good. That's okay. All right. Good, yeah. good, good for the paycheck. Yeah, That'll for keep you sure. Out of trouble. For sure. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Well, I guess we're done for the week. Thanks for listening as always. Thanks for watching and listening. Catch us on YouTube and Rumble and anywhere you have podcasts. We're there. So thanks for tuning in and sticking it out with us. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.